Welcome to the Identity Theft Resource Center's Weekly Breach Breakdown for April 30th, 2021. I'm James Lee. Each week, we take a look at the most recent and interesting events and trends related to data security and to privacy. This week, we're going to focus on the seismic event that happened in the data privacy world. In Henry IV, Shakespeare's play about taking action while others fail to act, Lady Percy says, Some heavy business hath my lord in hand, and I must know it, else he loves me not. In this case, she's referring to plans for a rebellion. But in the context of this week's episode, we're talking about Apple's decision to give consumers more control over their own data as a substitute for privacy legislation. In a minute or two, I'm going to tell you how you can take advantage of these new features from the makers of the iPhone and iPad. In an earlier episode, we talked about Apple's controversial decision to add a built-in privacy feature that would block the ability of applications to track you. That data is used to serve ads to you either by the app owner or if it's sold to a third party that uses the information to target you with ads as you travel around the digital world. Apple announced the new app tracking transparency feature in June 2020 to give app developers plenty of time to prepare for the change. And a big change it is. Unless you get permission to an app, including those made by Apple, it can't use your data for targeted ads. It can't share your location data with advertisers or share your advertising ID or any other identifiers with third parties. Privacy experts and consumer advocates think this is a great step forward in giving people more direct control over their data, who has access to it, and how it's used. Advocates have long sought a shift in the U.S. to a more European privacy model where consumers must give their permission first before personal information is collected and used. From the beginning of the digital economy, though, the U.S. has built business models on a no-option basis, meaning you have no choice but to surrender your personal information, which then becomes the property of the business, not you. Thanks to a strong European privacy law adopted in 2018 and several state laws and regulations in the U.S. here in in California, New York, and Virginia, for example, we're beginning to see the ability of consumers to opt out of certain types of data collection and sales. So that's to say that you can tell a company to stop collecting, selling, or sharing your information. But that approach is not universal. Since the U.S. has no national privacy law and 48 of the 50 states have not passed specific data privacy laws. Enter Apple and the feature that allows customers to block data collection. So if you don't want to be tracked by your Apple devices, here's what you do. First, download and install the new iOS version 14.5 on your iPhone or iPad. Once you do that, you can block access on an a la carte basis. So when you download a new app, you'll be asked if you want to let the app track your activity. You can select ask app not to track or allow if you're cool with that application collecting and using your data. Or you can opt out of all app tracking across every app you download by going to settings, then privacy, then tracking, and toggling off allow apps to request to track. That way, any new app will be automatically informed you have requested not to be tracked. 
and all apps, unless you've already given them permission to track you, will be blocked from accessing your device's information used for advertising. For apps that you have already downloaded and have agreed to allow tracking, you can still turn those permissions off too. You do it on an on-app or per-app basis on your device in the settings. Predictions on how this will affect consumer behavior, data sales, and ad revenues range from meh to chicken little level, the sky is falling. We'll revisit this topic once we know if we can go about our business as usual or if we all need a hard hat. If you have questions about how to keep your personal information private or how to protect it, visit idtheftcenter.org, where you'll find helpful tips on these and many other topics. If you think you have been the victim of an identity crime or a data breach and you need help figuring out what to do next, you can speak with an expert advisor on the phone, chat live on the web, or exchange emails during our normal business hours. Be sure to listen to our sister podcast, The Fraudian Slip, on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcast, and we'll be back next week with another episode of the Weekly Breach Breakdown. Thanks for listening.